0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess Keller-Pool.
1: And I'm Shauna Cormier.
0: And we're doing something a little different today. This isn't like a full episode or really even like a half pint episode. Um, Just kind of like wanted to get on because if you follow anything in the beer industry right now, uh, there's a big social media thing happening. I don't even know the way to put this, but I'm... Um, it's like a, yeah,
1: it's like a, a, a barrage. <laughs> that's,
0: that's the right way to put
1: it. I would say social, um, social media. I don't, I don't know a thing.
0: Yeah. So um, in case you don't know what we're talking about, um, there was this whole thing where a woman named Brienne Allen, who works for Notch Brewing in Salem, Massachusetts, uh, got on her Insta. She's a production manager. I think she also brews seems like a really cool person um, got on her Instagram and on her stories was like, have any of you experienced sexual harassment or assaults as a woman in the bear industry ended up getting hundreds and hundreds of responses. And then this whole thing blew up. And basically <laughs> Sean and I were just talking about how annoyed we feel about all of it. Um, and it goes without saying, of course we support support Brian Allen and all of this. Of course we support all women, we believe survivors, all of that. Like I honestly we don't even need to say that, but just in case anyone has got it confused. Um but if you follow us, you know what the type of people are we are. You know that we're feminists and you know that we it's our basically our mission to create space that's inclusive for everyone in beer. Um I think what kind of got the both of us was just how all of a sudden it was like Men in this industry that we know, and fucking everyone on social media, like texting, messaging, being like, Oh my god, dude, are you seeing what's going on? Like, man, I'm so sorry about all this. And we're just like, uh, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Remember Bro when I told you my story like two years ago? And you were like, Oh wow, that that seems interesting.
0: Right. And it's just like, um, we've been talking about this, like this is literally nothing new. Did it really take hundreds and hundreds of Instagram stories to like make you feel a certain way about how fucked up this is? I guess they
1: just really didn't realize how bad it was. You know, obviously, that's what's going yeah. on. And and I think a lot of women in this industry were like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it is this bad. And it's it's been this bad for um, a very long time. It hasn't gotten any better. Things have just right. become more... Uh, you know, concealed or like you could put up, you could do as many like HR maneuvering as you want, but we, HR is, is made for, to protect a company, right? Mm -hmm. Not really to
0: protect individuals as much as they, that's what they say. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, we, what's annoying to us is like, why did it take this, this huge social media campaign basically for you to listen and understand? Like, why weren't you just listening before? Like, why did, why did it have to get, fucking slapped in your face to feel a certain way and feel like you finally need to take action. Like we haven't been quiet about this.
1: No. And it feels like to me that, and this happened too with like the me too movement. Right. Um, And with a lot of movements that happen on social media is that people then, I guess, because, you know, it's like one of those things of like, if you are aware of something and do nothing, then you're just ignoring it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, there's no way that men had no idea this was happening because, I mean, I'm sure they've witnessed it and it's just so normalized. And as you, you, we've talked about before, it's so internalized misogyny and the patriarchy that like, you know, I've, I've, it's happened to me.
0: Of course. Like something's
1: happened to me and I've been just brush it off as like, well, Mm -hmm. that's that. And it's like, well, no, not really. It's not actually acceptable behavior. Um. Yeah, and it's so like come, it's like they're getting on a bandwagon. Ugh, that's and, exactly
0: what it feels like.
1: And you know, it feels patronizing in a lot of ways. Although it's it's is, you know, it depends on who's reaching out and who's talking to you, and what they say, and what their experience was when you were experiencing sexism or uh, assault or whatever you were experiencing and if they did something about it or if they believed you or if they actually listened and supported you as opposed to someone who's just kind of like sure
0: sure right or like even worse to me is it's like damn that sucks moving on like damn being a woman's hard anyways (laughs) you know and it's like Obviously, what we're doing isn't gonna change things. So, like if y'all could just step it the fuck up, if y'all could shut up for a second and listen, and then maybe some change can start to happen. But there's like a couple things that I identify that I feel like is really that exposes this behavior. And it's one of the things you just said, which is internalized misogyny that is created by the patriarchy. So there's shit about yourself i'm talking when i say you i'm talking to the audience but also with us that we don't even realize is sexist but it's an active process to deprogram the shit that is put into us by the patriarchy that's how our society works is how it's always worked right so it's like if you want to deprogram that behavior don't be offended when we call the shit out don't get defensive when we call this shit out like just listen to us and don't I roll and don't want to don't be like all oh, same old story like if you want to change this behavior you need to look internally and listen to the people around you that are telling you this so like understand that it's in- deeply rooted in you and you actively have to work on this
1: yeah and it's like you know it's it's not your fault I mean, it is mm-hmm. if you recognize it and do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a product of your environment and the way you were raised, and the product of our society. And you know, it's like, it, it, you know, for instance, if someone, a lot of times when you hear these stories, a, a lot of people can tend to go downplay it and be like, "Oh, yeah. couldn't have been that bad," or like, "Why is that oh, the reaction?" <laughs> yeah, you're. I know you. You automatically think that maybe the person's overreacting, and you could see other people's reactions on social media being like victim complex which i think is like everyone's like like every dick's favorite thing to say is like um victim complex like yeah when you've been a victim your whole life it's like kind of hard not to have a complex yes also like (laughs) if someone it's just like a lack of empathy i suppose but it's just like you you have to be like and i've been guilty of being like well, you know, that doesn't seem so bad. And it's like, how do you yeah. know? Did, yeah, it's not your your experience. And if that's all you've been used to your whole life is being treated a certain way because you're a woman or constantly second guessing yourself or like being demure or like having to do weird ass sh- stuff that men don't have to do in order to succeed, yeah, then you're just used to it. And you're like, well, that's the way it is.
0: Yeah. And what you just said, lack of empathy, basically, is the second point I wanted to make about this, which is just the and again, not your faults, but you dudes and non non women, um, like you will never be able to comprehend the experiences that we have. You are comfortable maintaining relationships and uh like going to breweries. When even after you've heard these stories, because you will never know how it actually feels and what our experience is like. So you can still listen to your friends, tell you shitty experiences, and you're still going to those breweries and you're still maintaining relationships with these people that we're telling you stories about because you will never really know what it's like. So, yes, it's uncomfortable. You have to step outside of that and be active about it. Constantly look at yourself constantly be critical and like, yeah, it's hard fucking work, but guess what? That's what we do every fucking day. So I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> I am not gonna coddle you. Um because you'll never know. So if you want to be better, you have to put yourself, you have to really try to extend some empathy to these situations. It's like similar to you know when we found out
1: about all the bullshit with founders, right? Right. Um so the the racist Behavior that occurred there, and people still were like, "I'm still going to buy that beer," and it happens a lot. Like some people just don't know, and a lot of people. We've had this discussion with friends of ours about like, "Well, people should know," and and it's like, "Do they care?" And it's like, maybe they don't care, and you know, it takes a lot to care, and it takes a lot of work to look into every company. Yeah, and it's not like you do like a massive amount of research before you go to every brewery, but if you hear something. Shady about a brewery, then maybe like go to the one of the other uh, seven hundred ninety nine thousand breweries, right? Yeah, like exactly. It, so it's the same thing with like all the the racist stuff that we know is happening, and that people just are like, and if think about the BA, I mean, they are it's definitely more white people running that than anything else. It's like mm-hmm. then you're in a position where you really should be doing more to help yeah. people.
0: Right. And again, to, to be able to be in the position to do that, you have to expose yourself to other people's points of view. And to me, that can be as simple as just reading literature written by women, watching TV made by black people, listening to podcasts made by queer people, like literally just exposing yourself to anyone else's point of view. It doesn't even need to be beer related. Just fucking educate yourself, like try to go outside of your comfortability or something that you don't normally consume. And you're going to learn that way. Also yeah. call each other out. Like when you hear people saying nasty things about female coworkers, just tell them that's not cool. Better yet. If you have those thoughts, fucking keep them to yourself. You do not need to be saying this shit out loud. You can have disgusting thoughts. Just literally don't say it out loud. No one needs to know.
1: Yeah. It's really gross. It's just like, I don't remember. I just like, there's so many instances that I feel like I just, uh, you you put on like a, a suit like mm-hmm. a, a protective suit and like you don't even hear them anymore. And that's bad because then right. you, it's normalized. Right. Mm-hmm. Of just how many weird things people do that aren't, and you know, like, you know, not as horrific as being raped or fucking assaulted. Right. um, But that are still not okay, obviously.
0: Right. And it's still like an everyday occurrence. And I think that like, I think a lot of men don't realize how, often how consistently women and non-men feel unsafe all the time like i have to have my fucking guard up literally not even related to work just in my life i am on fucking edge all the time because i'm like i can't go places at night by myself i can't go get gas by myself at night like because i am always in fear of something happening so our thought process related to anything is there's more going on that we always have to suspect that you can have an ulterior motive. So it's like just understanding that and realizing that can help us out because then maybe you would stop being so gross and like stop being creepy. And the other thing too that I think a lot of men need to hear is this is not a you versus them situation. You are not the good guys and they're the bad guys. I fucking hate this hashtag expose them. I hate this like cancel culture shit like whatever of course share these stories get it out there that these people fucking suck like I don't feel bad for any of these people but at the same time so many men I think are like well I'm the good guy so uh, fuck those dudes and la 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 the truth is You have to work on yourself too because of that internalized misogyny, because of the patriarchy, because you are the person in power and you are consistently benefiting from being the type of person who's in power. So if you want actual change to happen, start looking at yourself and start thinking about your own things. And even when you think you're the good guy, sometimes Sean and I have to like fucking look at each other and or like grab each other under the table to be like, what the fuck is happening right now? And you think you're being the good guy. So it's like, yeah. I don't know if that means we need to call you out more. Like, I don't know. I, I'm getting to the point, you can probably tell by the tone of my voice, like, I'm getting to the point where I just don't fucking care. So, like, maybe I'll just be more vocal about it. But it's like, I don't like this pitting the good guy versus the bad guy, the woke dude versus the sexist dude.
1: Yeah. And also, like, on top of that, then it the onus is on us. Like, we then we mm-hmm. have to do even more of the emotional labor and even more of the um, like that's not right. fair. And it's just no. like, and then, then there's still part of me to be quite honest, that doesn't want to call people out. Cause I'm scared that they'll, same that I'll be retaliated, retaliated against. Cause I'm not in a position. I feel, I don't feel like I'm in a power position at all. Right. In any, in any walk of life, in any walks of my life. So it's like, I don't, then I'll be known as, you know, the bitch. Like
0: that's exactly which, it. So which like- you know what?
1: Good. You know what? Yeah. I don't have, don't really have any time to like be <laughs>
0: That's the thing.
1: holding like, guys' hands through this and being like, yeah, wow, it's really tragic. It's like, no, well, I mean, none of it, it's all really exhausting. And it's like, no, I haven't so been exhausting. keeping up with all of it because it's emotionally intense.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and like, like we've been there, I, we know this.
1: And I doesn't mean I don't support the women who are sharing their stories and, Honestly, we could share stories too, Jess. Right, absolutely. And I wrote out a couple of stories, and I honestly am—I'm like, why even share it? Isn't I that awful?
0: Yeah, I, and but I get it though, because you're right. It's it's the intense, like um, laborous. It's the emotional labor that we constantly have to give, and. We've both worked front of the house. I still work front of house where my job in hospitality and in service is the number one like thing that people rely on is your emotional labor. So already that's something you're giving in front of house. But then it's something you're constantly giving as a woman or another gender that's not a man. Like constantly. And it's like, have you guys just like never heard that before? Like, do we need to be saying this more often?
1: Yeah, I guess I mean, it's not every, you know, um, no, female-identifying no. person or, you know, whatever. Just someone who's not a, a straight man, straight white, right. white man. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. Let's We're talking mostly about straight white men um, yeah. who seem to be the bulk of the problem. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, shocking. Stop, I'm <laughs> just, just really shocked about all that. But it's just like, you know, it, it's just... And, and it's cool because I mean I, we have a lot of dudes in our lives that are very supportive and have never been crappy and have yeah. listened and believed and you know, always been the guy that'll be like, Well, I'm definitely feel safer on that person. Right. And then there and then there's others where you're like, they don't quite get it yet. Right. Um yeah, And they will, is- hopefully. That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, if you're yeah. learning, like, if someone called Absolutely. me out and was like, hey, Shana, you're being shitty about this. I'll be like, oh, well, first of all, I'd be devastated. I'd be like, my God, I'm really sorry. And then here I go. Let me, let me, what can how could I actively dismantle that? Right. So I could be better.
0: So don't do that to someone else. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, like, what's just interesting about this whole thing and, like, men coming to us in this industry being like, oh, my God is it's like uh, we've been known we've been here i don't want an apology all these instagram posts of people saying we're sorry or even the breweries that have been called out and then they make a fucking six slide instagram post it's like i don't want to hear that dude just fucking be better like cool i'm happy that you're hiring people to teach about um like inherent bias and all that stuff, like that, is super important. But it's just like it—it it feels performative to me, and I—I I don't want to fucking hear it. You're doing that for other people. It feels like you're doing it for the likes. Like, just, just be better.
1: And I guess you know, I don't blame them that much. Like, I'm yeah. with you. It's annoying, and I'm like kind of like eye rolly at it. But I'm also like, they—you kind of are in a tough spot, especially if you've been totally. your brewery's been accused that you kind of <laughs> you have to say something. Yeah. And there's a, we know the difference between a genuine response and a, a workshopped response. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like sitting around the conference room table, oh, yeah. like hiring out a freaking, some sort, some sort of PR
0: day. person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, dude, because you actually don't care and you don't have any real feelings. So you're going to put some piece of shit together instead of just writing it <laughs> from your heart. Yeah. Like, how many of those responses? <laughs> are out there but honestly i just yeah. haven't really been on on social media that much because it's just like i mean there's been there's a, a cicerone group of women um who you know and a few of the th- three of which uh wrote an open letter to the cicerone program mm-hmm. because two of the acu- two accusations were against um two men that work for cicerone and it, it was a great action item. You know, someone did something. They were like, "We don't, right. we don't stand. We, we're not going to stand for this. Um, we did to know what actions you took. Do we feel safe being a part of the Sysrun program? Um, did the employee, the women that are do, that you employ, are they safe? You know." So it was. I felt really proud that three women stepped it up and did did something about it. You know, right. like rather than what my what I've been doing, which is just like. Uh, it's exhausting i don't blame you i'm
0: I'm doing the exact same thing
1: i guess it's not really you know exhausting seems like a really stupid thing to say like you know it's exhausting or i'm annoyed because i am annoyed Yeah. yeah but it's also like it's okay to feel that way because if you've and this is not just the beer industry. You've read accounts of other things happening in other industries. So it's not like one industry is better than the other, but I guess you hope right. that for lack of a better word, craft beer is somehow superior morally than other industries, especially big beer. But it's like, I guess big beer is really not our problem. That's not it's the real true. issue here. The real mm-hmm. issue is power and money and You know, people not wanting not wanting women to be in power positions because they're they're scared that once women take over, that they'll be friggin' bite bite the
0: dust. Right, and again, it's like a lot of that is rooted so deep that people don't even realize they're doing it. And I think that's when men get all like, "Well, that's not me." And it's like, well, I mean, it is, you just have never realized that when you say these things, when you do these things, when you literally have microaggressions that are you don't even know you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so if if you guys care and um really want to make a change, um we're gonna start saying things. I'm gonna start saying something and don't be fucking offended and do not be defensive, otherwise. I'm just, I'm, I'm about to walk away. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna be very upset with you. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, I mean, and change isn't gonna happen overnight. And like, right. you know, luckily, a lot of the the dudes that we surround ourselves with are cool. Um, yeah. But, you know what I mean? so it won't be, we're lucky in that way, but like, there's always someone lurking mm-hmm. trying to Really, and it's you know, it's the subtle stuff that really is very. It becomes like almost more intense than a outright. I guess I shouldn't say that. That that's not fair. Sometimes, just someone being subtly shitty to you, like undermining you, and like almost feels worse because it does. It starts. It's like a worm that's like going into your brain, and you start to believe what they're telling you. Right. Or how they're treating you that you're like supposed to be a certain way. And once you do say something or you are a certain way, us more assertive or you're not, you're not allowing something to happen. They don't like it. They're
0: like, wait a second. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You're you're supposed to be cool with this.
0: (laughs) Right. So yeah. uh, Sean and I were just talking because it's like, It just feels like every account has been saying something, especially like women centric beer related things. And we were kind of going back and forth. Like, are we supposed to be saying something? And I feel like I just wanted to, I I didn't want people to think that we aren't in support of Brienne and like all this other shit that's going on. Of course we are, but there's a reason why we're not jumping on this train and it's, because of our personal experiences. So, and it just felt necessary to kind of get on and talk about like why the responses are annoying to us and like what's actually gonna be effective. So, um, thank you for listening. We hope you continue to listen.
1: Yeah, I mean, one. I just wanna say one last thing, like, and also if you've experienced something and like we're in Seattle, right? We're based in Seattle. So like, you know, we, our reach, you know, we know people in other places, obviously, But if you're listening to this and you need someone to talk to or like something, if we can help you in any way, even if it's just listening, you want to do it anonymously or whatever, we're here. We're here to listen and we're here to do what we can to help you. We don't, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like I'm in any sort of position of power. Can I feel helpless. I guess that's the, isn't that, it's a terrible feeling. Right. And And maybe I shouldn't feel that way because, you know, I'm like looking for something I can do. Right. To help, like, do we go to the guild? Do we go to this? Do yeah. we do to this? Like, what do we do? Like, because it, it feels like we you want to do something, and it's like maybe we aren't the ones that need to do anything. Yeah, but but if you need something, we're here for you.
0: Yeah, or you just need someone to listen or an outlet to vent. A hundred percent um, message we us at Seattle beer school. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you can message us at Seattle beer school on Instagram. You can email us like whatever, like if, if we can help, we're happy to, um, just as a message to all the men out there, be better, listen and look inwards, And that's how we're all going to move forward. Yeah,
1: we can all be better. So that's yeah, absolutely. It's like, once you pretend that you're like, you've done it, you're like, okay, well, I'm the superior guy. I am not the sexist
0: one. Cool. Ugh, let's, yeah. Let's move on.
1: It's like wow. it
0: always, there's always more work to be done, always.
1: Sure. It's like yoga.
0: Absolutely. But with um, your
1: sexist brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you for listening guys. Um, we love you. We're here for you. All the love. And, um, yeah. And thank you to so- all the
1: women who were
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: That that spoke out and that's hard, you know, like you don't reliving that and like posting it seems like it's scary because of how many people won't believe you and how many people (laughs) will talk shit about you or how many people won't. It's just so thank you for that. Thank you, Brianne, for doing all this. I'm sure the emotional label for you is outstanding. Yeah. Intense
0: yeah and honestly I'd love to talk to her sometime in the future and just talk to her as a woman in the industry not even we can talk about this if she wants to but she just seems like a rad person that would be fun to interview at some point so maybe we'll get there when all the dust settles
1: yeah we probably shouldn't reach out now
0: oh no hell no she's got so many DMs dude she she doesn't have time for us
1: (laughs) hey Brian, I'm wondering if you'd like to be a uh, guest on our podcast
0: (laughs) she just blocks us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um all right guys we'll be back um in a couple weeks with a, a a little probably a little bit more lighthearted, um more beer-centric episode but until then cheers i guess cheers drink a beer just do yourself a favor and go drink a beer to the future to the future